0: Hello there, Disney fans, and welcome to another edition of the Disneyland Paris, not so itty bitty, itty bitty news show. Uh, I'm your host Lucy Rain.
1: I'm Chris Fletcher. Hello, children. I'm Hugh Rain. <laughs>
0: And today we've got the second half of our Rating the Dark Rides episode. Uh, But before that, the news. And now, Disneyland Paris News.
2: Golf Disneyland reopened on Saturday 30th of May. Relax, take in the scenery and perfect your swing at this classic country club course. Suitable for both amateurs and seasoned professionals.
1: Le Village Nature reopens to guests on the 22nd of June.
0: Third-party vendor communications indicate July the 11th as a reopening of parks at Disneyland Paris. Third-party okay. vendors, eh? I know, I think we should hit that one up. First of all, this is the news we've all been waiting for, but I must stress it's not technically news, it is rumour. And the only place I've, I've seen it um, rumoured is on an American uh, channel, Walt Disney World News Today. Now, they've got apparently got hold of third party vendor communication, which I presume um, is either Planet Hollywood, Vapiano's, Starbucks, somewhere like Mackie that. D's. McD's, those kind of places that operate, and mm. um, indicating that they to come back uh, to work. For pre- well, some cast members will be returning to work on June the third, with the larger contingents of staff coming back on June the twentieth in preparation for a July the eleventh reopening. It's happening. So this is the information they've got. However, it's not been announced, ah. as you keep saying, it's a very fluid situation. Um, I immediately I thought oh that makes sense it's the same day as Disney World but I'm not not sure that does make sense I'm not entirely sure the Disney Corporation want that many bullets flying out of the gun at the same time
2: yeah possibly not
0: what do you think?
1: No, uh, nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> <laughs> you're
2: literally both looking at me Chris on a screen mm-hmm. does it, it
0: seem a likely date for you <laughs> July the 11th is six weeks away
2: I mean I don't know I I thought that the idea of schools opening tomorrow was uh, laughable um, three weeks ago. And and look where we are. So maybe, yeah, no, maybe. Well,
0: like I say, Walt Disney World are opening on that day, but these Americans, they're crazy, yeah? Um, Universal starts cast member previews tomorrow, Universal Studios. I mean, that's bonkers in my brain. But... Um, Macron has announced: uh, uh, is it phase three? Yeah, starts, I think so. Yeah, starts on the twenty second of June. Yes, yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's why that's the day that Village opening. is opening, mm-hmm. because centre parks across Europe have had staggered openings, so that's why they've chosen to open then. Um, the golf's going now, but of course that's outdoor sport. Has the UK started golf? I think I'm they said golf not is okay, sure. Haven't they?
2: Yeah, I think they might have done, I'm not sure. Golf
0: and tennis, they said golf and tennis could resume.
2: Ah, oh, well, snooker starts again tomorrow, Interesting. Does it? It does, yeah, there's a tournament all behind closed doors, snooker starts tomorrow in the UK.
0: Oh, a professional tournament? Yeah, yeah. Right, because... Oh, like yeah, a you can't go
2: play of... with your mates.
0: <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, oh, that's no. bonkers, it's indoors, it's social, it's touching things. Yeah, a a lot of sports are talking about doing these bubble leagues, aren't they? Where they lock everyone in a hotel and don't let them leave. Yeah, that's
2: exactly what they're doing. They're in the hotel now, I think, and it starts tomorrow. They've been quarantined until um, their test results come back and then they'll get on with the tournament, I guess. Uh, But the venue is somewhere where they can stay.
0: Interesting. Mm. Well, that is the most concrete... Rumour I've seen as to the reopening It seems very believable The time frame seems quite believable Like I say my only scepticism is Would they choose to open on the same day as Walt Disney World Now we are getting lots and lots And lots of information out of Walt Disney World this weekend This week Tail end of last week Mm -hmm. Um, And so the time is rife To speculate On how what we're hearing from Walt Disney World will translate to what we see in Disneyland Paris, but I think that that is going to be the theme of next week's itty bitty news. Is that correct, boys?
2: Well, it might as well be, and then we've got something to talk about, haven't we? Mind you, I think things are ramping up anyway. So
0: that's it. We might have loads of news next week. You don't know. Yeah. Um, Either way, you're going to hear our thoughts. Woohoo!
2: Whether Whether you like like it or
0: or not. not. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you could choose not
1: to listen to, but you know, I don't think you should. I think you should listen, even if you hate us. Yeah, I agree, especially, especially if you I hate us.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: So now, the reason this isn't a very itty bitty itty bitty new show is that our main show last week went crazy long, mm. didn't it? It did, and so we decided to chop it into two editions. We did. So you're now going to hear the second half of our recording of us rating. The Dark Rides. So, past Lucy, past Hugh, past Chris... Take it away.
2: Previously on the Disneyland Paris Show.
0: We are going to be ranking the eight Dark Rides.
2: Thank you very much. I I, I try my best.
0: Phantom Manor.
1: Uh, like I said before, good place to have a nose pick.
0: Pirates of the Caribbean. 10 minutes 30. Oh, you get your money's worth me, Dad, would say? Peter Pan's Flight.
2: The juice is not worth the squeeze.
0: <laughs> Le Voyage de Pinocchio. Just that
1: whole sort of Germanic... Austrian, you know... Beer colour vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So that brings us on to Snow White, which is basically next door. It is.
0: Which is actually called um, Blanche Neige et la Saptainer. Is it now? Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, it's right next door. Funnily enough, I tend to find that Pinocchio... If Pinocchio's got a 35-minute queue, Snow White's got a 25-minute queue, Mm -hmm. um, and so on and so forth. Uh, I don't know why that is. It'll be something to do with loading capacity. I don't think it's to do with popularity. But as a result, we do tend to go on Snow White a smidge more than Pinocchio if we're kind of looking around for a nice short queue, because it's generally a little bit shorter.
1: We'd go on it more, but Bonnie's genuinely afraid of it.
0: Mm. Oh,
2: the evil queen when she's the old lady's frightening
1: well well also the um do you have any facts on this before i get into it
0: (laughs) Mm, another opening day attraction Mm. no not particularly the
1: the main body of this part uh, of this ride it's about 70 percent of it is in the scary woods and with the the that the witch Mm. the hag whatever she you know um so it's like, a, uh, it's more like a ghost train than anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it is. And
1: that's one of the reasons I actually really quite like it, is because I like the scary trees, I like how dark it is. But then, you know, like I say, what a shame, of all the rides, Bonnie's quite scared of it, and she shouldn't be. Snow White.
0: It's meant to be from... Because a lot of people have said, it's meant to be Snow White, there's no Snow White in it. She's there at the beginning and then it's meant to be the story from journey. Snow White's perspective you're taking her journey so yeah. you're running through the woods and you're at the party and and so on um, I I really like this I really like the pacing of it it is thrilling I, I find it scary as an adult but finding something scary is thrilling isn't it That that's an emotion people quite enjoy out of these things Bonnie's she is scared of it. Sometimes we can get her on. Sometimes she'll just say no. She's not terrified, but I just don't think she enjoys it, which is fine. And um, there's some really standout moments, like the witch turning around from the mirror. Yeah. And. Um,
1: That's very clever because it's done in a mirror, isn't it? Yeah. Hang on. How's it?
0: How's it done? No, there's there's two of there them. There are two models. It's a glass there are two models, and, and it looks like in the mirror. Yes,
1: yeah, so the yeah, so it's very clever. So the the one that's facing away from you because you can't see the front of it, you don't realize that's actually just the witch all along. You know, just mm. to spoil it for people, but whatever, it's it's quite easy. It's quite obvious how, how it's done, but um, yeah, it's, just, it's effective. I like that. Mm. Yes,
0: and the the silly song moment with the organ, and that's just a nice scene to go through. The worst scene is the final one. Yeah, with the very grotesque prince and the horse, and <laughs> it really looks like
1: they just like, look like they dressed up some dolls and just plonked him in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, when you do watch documentaries about 1952 Disneyland in California, and yes, they they achieved an amazing amount with the animatronics, but it's like watching computer animation. 20 years later, isn't it? Some of them mm. are slightly dodgy. And I feel like those are just vintage. <laughs> they look like 1950s porcelain <laughs> doll things. Whether that's deliberate, because the whole ride feels vintage. It doesn't feel like there's any effort being made to make it technologically more advanced than it is.
2: So um, everything that you're saying about this ride is great, except that I remember... Nothing about it. Absolutely nothing (laughs) sticks in my head except for that that the old lady was scary, and the one particularly impressive bit for me, which is outside when you look up, and every now and again the Evil Queen appears at the window. They're the things that stick in my mind. What?
0: You've seen that because I showed you.
2: No. (laughs) I wish she does. She appears outside the ride. Yeah, outside the ride. I've never seen that. Above the entrance, she never seen it. She appears in the window. Right,
0: well, we're going to stand there until
2: she appears next time. Yeah. Um, to t- tell me about the queue. Remind me about the queue because I've, I've been on the shrine no but I just Q. don't remember. Is it? It's
0: more or less identical, think. So that's
2: probably why. I
1: think it is, isn't it? It is, because, yeah. and, and, and that's why like, I feel like I'm, I'm more sick of that queue than I probably am, is because I've basically been in it twice <laughs> but I haven't.
0: Um, right, sees so it twice. But it's there's not- some little dioramas of um, of like the uh, the dungeon, and there's some skeletons and potion making stuff. Right, at one side, but yeah, so it's that, pretty that explains a lot
2: to me because I th- I think if if Pinocchio um, before all of this for me was one of my favourite Disney films, Snow White was not at all. It was just not a film that I ever thought about. And when we went on these two rides, the first time we went to to Paris. We went on them one after another so literally queued 10 minutes mm. for one then then queued 10 minutes for the other for the other one so that's that's probably why it doesn't really stick with me particularly but i just mm. think of it as being completely unmemorable i wanted to go on again this time but again it was 40 minute queues every single time so
0: do you know a lot of it's probably got to do with how we feel about the films i know when i did the review i said i don't like Pinocchio I think I scored it quite highly and fairly because it's a masterpiece but I don't like it but I do love Snow White and I think Mm. that's how I feel about the rides they're both very on a par technically very on a par pacing wise I just like one and I don't like the other Mm. (laughs) is that alright? Nice summary (laughs) yeah so anything else to add? Should we scar them?
1: Yeah Um, Well, do you know what? I'm going to change some of my scores, because because Peter Pan, Pinocchio and Snow White are all very similar. I think it's easy for me to go 1, 2, 3 and put them in order. So if I'm going to do that, I'm going to start with my favourite of the three, which is Snow White, but I don't think I should give it more than a 7. So in that case, I'm going to lower my uh, Pinocchio 7 to a 6 and lower my Peter Pan 6 to a 5. So God, that's heads. confusing. Mm, yeah. Okay. Go on, so, do think? Are you keeping tally there, Chris? Well, no, I, am, I, I yeah. was. It's quite easy to do on mine, but uh,
0: yeah. I so, was. But I'm going to stop now because so you I, just taken me. i it up. a
1: seven.
2: So you've dropped both of them down by by one. That's right. And um, but and Snow White's a seven. Okay. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Lucy.
0: Um. Yeah, I. I've broken myself. Uh, I think I've said everything <laughs> I've, I've got to say about it. It's not perfect. It's not a masterpiece, but it's very, very enjoyable and I, I'll always want to go on it. I'm going to give it a six. So it's on a par with uh, Peter Pan.
1: I don't think I summed up in my... I was too busy talking about my scores, but what, what I want to repeat is just I love the fact that it's a scary ghost train style ride through a scary woods, mm. which is weird, but I love that. It's my bag. Sorry, Chris, go on.
2: That's all right. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a five. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> Boom. Boom, indeed. Interesting.
0: Okay. Indeed. Right, we're going to go on to It's a Small World Ooh. now. It's my tone of voice, if anything away. This is a water-based ride that was originally made for the 1964 New York World's Fair before permanently moving to Disneyland, California, and has since been replicated in all... No, there's not... There isn't one in Shanghai. What? Most of the other parks around the world, except Shanghai. Um... It's got a song. It's a Small World by the Sherman Brothers, and the original art and design was done by uh, an artist we talk about a lot on this show, Mary Blair. Hmm. Well, not just on this show, probably more on the classic show as we've gone through the uh, the war years, etc. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it was an opening day attraction at Disneyland Paris.
1: I I I did my own version of the theme tune for our. Um trip home video and uh, <laughs> our friend Susie um, oh and congratulations to Susie and Dan oh, the, yes.
0: Susie's had a the, baby.
1: The of, uh, baby baby Dot um,
0: Dorothy Dot
1: yeah well Susie shared my video of this music it, it was a mick take and it was awful deliberately was really, really awful, awful yeah. really awful um, and she shared it and uh, you know it's not like viral or anything but it got like 528 views or something normally I I only get about 50 views on my videos so I'm glad so maybe we can pop that in the show notes there Chris is that alright yes I'll put those in the show notes I'll I'll tweet it as well you know again (laughs) get some more views if I can anyway I was going off on one there it's a lovely ride isn't it
0: It is my, I've said this before, people have got spirit animals, this is my spirit ride, I feel like it it speaks to me uniquely, it's also got incredibly emotional attachments between myself and my mum because the two times I went as a child and teenager, me and my mum, even when we went as a teenager and we used to fight like cat and dog we would come off this ride, walk around, and go back on the ride. You know, when you, you do a walk yeah, on, it twice in a row, you just, just kind of, and we just mm. keep walking around. We just loved it so much. I then went on to do, oh, and it was fantastic. As a lot of you know, I'm a dance teacher. And I did a Disney show one year, and I opened the second half of the show with um, 45 under 10s, all dressed in different national dresses doing a tap dance to it's a small world and then the little <laughs> tweeny ones would come no. on marching and it was it was absolutely lovely the parents all wept, I wept it was just, it, it was fabulous Um, yeah I just it really means something to me, now I'm going to try very hard to be subjective but I need to get that out of the way it really means something to me does this ride
2: I agree. Talk. No, I, I agree I um, agree it it means something to me as well because it was Lucas's favourite ride on our first trip and so it was something that we did seven or eight times I think the first time we went Um, but equally I liked it I think I remember saying to you at the time the first four times I went on it I was like this is amazing the fifth time I was like I I just don't I don't get it anymore I really don't get it (laughs) but then the sixth time I was back on board again I was like oh no it's great it's brilliant I think
0: (laughs) there was one holiday and I can't remember which one it was or what the circumstances was but Hugh did this great big sigh and turned to me and went, oh, I think we've been on this enough now, Lucy. Was- <laughs> and I kind of had to go, oh, all right then. Because I would I'm, would merrily go on it multiple times a day, every day.
1: We've got a video of Bonnie as we get... Uh, the, the first time she was on it, I filmed her reaction. And when we get yeah. to that final room where it's like a big celebration of all you've just seen... Uh, on the video goes oh wow you know she's 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 so genuine she's two
0: nearly
1: nearly three um but lucy was saying she's a dance teacher so she appreciates it you know for those reasons but uh, i'm an illustrator well cartoonist so i appreciate um the the sort of the composition of the lands that you're in like the way all the hills are layered up and Mm. all really densely packed together i just love all that kind of thing and um um, for good or bad, I like the kind of um, the distilled versions of these these countries, mm. And you know, even though it's like stereotypes and things. Um, I'm kind of a sucker for that. I love the Hawaii section. I love the India section. Mm. I love the cowboys. I love, you know, the, the, the Alps. I like yeah, the yeah. dead cartoony, kitsch nature of it. I just adore it.
0: I, th- I was thinking about this, this afternoon, knowing that we are going to be talking about it tonight, and I thought, now, why can you get away with that? But there's so much else you can't get away with. And I thought, it's because they're doing it for everything. You know, it, you could complain just yeah. as much about the Welsh waving daffodils as you could about the the Africans playing bongos, and it's done with such good humour. And the um, the um uh, the sentiment behind it, A really, really simple sentiment of it's a small world, just one moon and one golden sun and a smile means friendship to everyone. I'm going to cry because I'm a hormonal mess. It's a small world after all. (laughs)
2: Um, It's
0: just... It's just fabulous. Yeah, The minute you go through that first tunnel and there's these gorgeous, almost kind of Mary Quant-style flowers, but we know the Mary Blair-style flowers, mm-hmm. and they all, they've all all got the greetings on and the aloha and the guten tag, and, and every single thing is just joyful, absolutely joyful. And I still see details I've never seen before. Well, I, I think
2: I said when, when I went at Christmas that I, I'd never noticed the music coming directly from each of the different pieces. It just—I was taking it all in, but I never actually noticed where the sound was coming from. And, mm. and this time, for the first time, I did. I've got—I've got an ace picture of my dad on that ride. I think I put it on the Instagram. Um,
0: is it like that? It's, it. it's
2: from behind him, but it is just total wonder. And and I of all the people, like I, I thought, my my parents. I don't know if they're going to get this when we went to Disney. I thought I don't know if they're going to get it. They'll come along and they'll. They'll give it all they can, you know, because the kids are there and they want to enjoy it for the kids. But I don't know if they'll get it. And we went on there, and boy did they get it, you know. And, yeah. and at the end of the holiday, we, we were um, we decided we were going to go try and get on Autopia, and we said to Mum and Dad, we're going to go try and get on Autopia, and then uh, and then we're going to go watch the illuminations. And Dad went, we're shattered, so uh, we're going to bookend the trip um, with the the best ride we started with the best ride. We're going to finish with the best ride. We're going to mm. go on Small World and we're going to go back to the hotel. And I just thought that pretty much sums everything up for me. It's it's a, as good a reason as any to fall in love with Disneyland. Mm.
0: Um, yeah. It,
2: and, and like you say, Mary Blair, massive tick for me, huge tick. You know, we've talked about the ride itself, but what about that? That external that fronting is just stunning to look at, and it's so much nicer than like the the Florida ones, just
1: white. Well,
0: it, and the, it's not yeah. so much
1: color in it as this one. It's so much better. It's beautiful. It, yeah, yeah, it
0: was the white and the gold. I I should have done my research a bit better. Um, she originally designed it with the colors which we've got in Paris, and they changed it to the white and the gold because they feared that it would bleach in the in the Florida sun and in the California mm-hmm. sun. Um, which it probably would have done, and it do, it needs regular repainting in Paris. Um, we had a, a fairly major... Um, well, they do it nearly every year, a closure for the re, repainting of the exterior yeah. um, recently, and there was quite a big one in 2015 for mm. them to redo that exterior. Oh, but it's worth it. So worth it. And that fountain... The fountain, the clocks, the dolls coming out of the clocks at the front. Yeah,
2: every 15 minutes they come out and sing to you. It's, it's just, it's brilliant. And the music's brilliant as well. Let, let's be honest. We, In fact, we have the uh, we have the music on uh, in the car quite often. We, we listen to Disney songs in the car quite often. Um, Small World's been on twice today as we've been out for our um, socially distanced walk. And uh, every time the music comes on, I can smell the chlorine. I, can, I feel oh, yeah. It immediately transports me back to the ride. Every single time, uh,
1: this is one of those rides that um, it's very easy for for you know proper blokey blokes to go. Oh, oh it's just like oh, it's creepy. Oh. You know, like the way that like <laughs> people pretend that um, like my my old art director had uh, he has like porcelain dolls and if he ever shows a picture of one all the comments underneath going oh it's so creepy so creepy <laughs> because people think that's what you're supposed to say about dolls or you mm-hmm. know the way that people pretend that they're afraid of clowns yeah. where you know which is something I've said before is like uh, I think people think they're supposed to be afraid of clowns and they think they're original by going clowns freak me out guys when really when you ask yourself do they freak you out no I don't think you do and it's the same with small world it's not creepy um, the way that the Duff beer <laughs> and I on The, the song, Simpsons. I don't
0: think the song's annoying. People say about the songs, well, oh, imagine that song just playing. Imagine work, being someone who works on that ride and just having that song playing 24-7. Yes. I, it's just fine. Fine. It's not yeah. funny. It also yeah. it gets a holiday overlay at Christmas where they the interweave jingle bells into the soundtrack.
2: Not when I was there this year. It was when Christmas was yes. there.
0: Mm. Um, um, and the queue is nothing to write home about, but it's quick. It's even when it's busy, it's often a walk-on, and you can and still see all moves, that that so-
2: fascia as you're walking through. Anyway, and you can see the, mm. the this like a um like a little lagoon at the bottom. So, so as much as there's nothing really there to see, and it is just just gating and stuff, it's still it, you feel like you're, you're in it. You feel like you're part of the ride. So it's not mm. the best, but it's pretty good.
0: And it moves constantly, which Yeah, is... and
2: they split it into two lanes as well for both boats, which yeah. which moves things quicker when it gets busier.
0: Yeah. Mm. Shall we mark this then? I think it's your turn to go first, Huey. Um,
1: I love this ride. I love it, I love it, I love it. But um, it's got to come below Phantom Manor and pirates for me I'm, I'm not necessarily putting all these in order but you know just stacking them up and I, uh, I think it loses a couple of points because the roof is awful sorry no, oh, not yes. the roof the, the, ceiling. The, the ceiling the ceiling's yes. got these like office tiles on it mm. and you know it's always there and if it was just black or something you know like it is in pirates you know just to knock it back a bit and also actually th- th- those those flowers as you go in I find that they look like what they are and that's just like bits of wood like jigsawed around just you know, takes a bit away from, so, so it just loses a couple of points there to give it an 8 do
2: you know what I, I agree with you about the flowers at, at the beginning it doesn't feel like it's part of the rest of the ride from, from what you see before you no. go in to what you see afterwards and it's the same at the end as well it's exactly it, the same at the end you come out of that bit into the and it's like it just doesn't feel like it's, it's part like, of the same ride
1: it's like a tribute that a local school's done
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't and necessarily just, dislike it it's just not it just doesn't fit for it's some not the reason. finesse does it
1: no I like the design of them it's just the finish of it isn't quite up to scratch but I love the ride and, it's, and eight's a pretty good score
0: I um, heard what you said earlier about the rankings and I'm very aware that I gave Pirates of the Caribbean a 10 because I couldn't find any fault with it but there is no way I cannot give Small World a 10 so it is going to be a tie at the top for me but I just like I say it's it's my heart song I love it mm. and I I hear you about the ceiling and it makes me sad. I wish they'd do something about it. But I can't can't let anything take away from how much I love this ride.
2: I don't wish they'd do something about the ceiling. I don't like it. And on that fourth trip round, that's what I was looking at. And that's probably why why I didn't (laughs) enjoy it at all. But on that fourth trip round, I learned either don't look at the ceiling or if you're going to look at the ceiling, I accept that it's just a ceiling and that's what I did. Um, and now if I do look at the ceiling, I just kind of look at it in wonderment and think, I wonder who whose decision it was to leave it that way. And and <laughs> that makes me enjoy the ride as well, because it makes me feel like I'm part of that strange, <laughs> imagineering decision. Um, I'm kind of in your boat here, Lucy, because it isn't my favorite ride, but it is one of my favorite rides without a doubt. Um, but it is, it's, Quintessential Disney. It, it's it's it, Without this ride, to me, Disneyland doesn't exist. So I, I have to give it a 10. I have to. So I'm giving it a 10 as well.
1: Yay! Jolly good. So we continue out of Fantasyland into Discoveryland. And this mm. is... Sorry. Yeah, Discoveryland.
0: Discoveryland, yeah. And this is our first dark ride, which was not an opening day attraction. Um, This came to Disneyland Paris in 2004, sorry, 2006, Um, having uh, followed suit from the Hong Kong and uh, California and Tokyo and Florida, who all got this in the preceding years. It's Buzz, by the
1: way. Mm -hmm. Buzz Lightyear. If people don't know what what you're talking about, they they might be getting impatient because we're spending ages (laughs) building up to what it is. This ride is this. this this I thought thought you'd
0: already said that. Um, It's also now at Shanghai Disneyland. It's an interactive ride where you get scored on your ability to shoot targets um, using a gun on your vehicle. It's an Omnimover. Uh, And it takes place inside. It's not a Toy Story ride, as in it doesn't take place in the world of Toy Story. It takes place in the Buzz Lightyear. Universe Universe. Space Command. Expended Universe. And that's everything I've got to say about that. And it's currently under construction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we didn't go on it last time. And it's
1: the only one of these which uh, you're not passive in it. You are doing something which is a, a laser blast game. Mm. And it's mm. brilliant fun, yeah. Yeah. brilliant fun and challenging. Especially if you're Lucy.
0: Oh, I am...
1: So,
0: <laughs> I don't know why I'm bad at it. This is what frustrates me. I go in trying so hard and I've looked upon the internet which are the highest targets. I'm trying so hard to get those. I'm pointing and I'm aiming all my heart off my fingers going crazy. And I look over and Hugh has like got one arm draped from on the back and he's just like limp-wristed. Picking and he's got off. at least...
1: I am not limp-wristed. I am... <laughs> I am dynamic... <laughs> and rigid
0: <laughs> and he's always got four times my score at least yeah. um, and it's just demoralising. but I, I, I never want to give up that doesn't like oh I'm rubbish at this I'm not doing it again it just makes me want to go on it more and if you talk about re rideability even to the extent where more than Small World more than Pirates of the Caribbean for me I could ride this all day just because of the competitive aspect. Now we don't because the queue's rubbish. The queue's usually long. The fast passes go quite quickly. We usually get a fast pass for this. We usually get our first fast pass for this. Probably. Mm. Um but yeah, it's it's awesome.
2: Well well, firstly just to say, Lucy, the trick is, or at least I found the trick is to find your laser. So if you fire it a couple of times and you can see yes. when you press a button where your laser is, then you know where it is and you can align a lot better to your target. And once you've I've done never, that, you'll get better points. I've never told her this <laughs> and you're
1: spoiling this for me because
2: this is exactly what
1: I was thinking. Uh, I don't know if it will make it The first thing you do, you, and, and you, you can tell like, you know, in a mass of dots after a while, which yours is. Which one's yours, and yeah. you can see, you know, when you're getting a good
2: especially a good Especially if they stop to let people on. And you're near a target. It's a prime opportunity to get some points and find out what your sight, what your sight line is on your, on your, yeah, uh, yeah, on your laser.
0: I did once. Um, me and Bonnie decided to go on it. I, I think Hugh was off shooting a video and he's very casual. Like, yeah, yeah, go on it without me. Yeah, he saw what beat me. Saw what beat me. And we did stop in a tunnel right next to a target that I was able to uh, more or less point blank range. Just go boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, like that, and it was worth a thousand it. every time. And I still, I, I did get like whatever twenty five thousand. Just started doing that because it was worth a thousand every time, but still nowhere near Hughes. I did some suppose. quick maths
1: once after we came off, and I, and we got a video of this of me saying, "I am literally twenty seven times better at you than." <laughs> sorry, sorry, better than you at this game.
0: How awful is that? But <laughs> I don't care. I am up for the fight. I'm up for the challenge. Now then, that is that. That's the gameplay, as it were. If you had to take out the competitive aspect and just sit with your hands in your lap, I don't think that it's that amazing. But then it was but, never intended to be ridden like that, was it? No.
2: Yeah. You you, you couldn't you couldn't really do that, could you? It, no. It's entirely made to be what it is, and and to just ride through it would be. Not great at all because it it's it's chaotic, isn't it? Let's be honest it's quite a chaotic ride. you focus so yeah. much on on what you're doing, but the sound in there it's not it's not nice it's not it's just there's loads of different noises of all the different things coming from all around you at the mm. same time um, and then the the music as well blaring over the top of it i find it i find it quite um yeah quite chaotic if you get whenever a moment. I think about what's going on.
0: If you get a moment to stop focusing on your own gun and look around, you know when you go through like the se- the horseshoe shaped rooms, yeah. have a look around at everybody else's face. It's fantastic.
1: And also, when you go and look at your photograph at the end of the ride, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most intense faces. Stairs, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's <up to> a concentration, <laughs> like you know, like
0: There's no posing in silly photos. it's just mm. tongue in the corner
1: of your mouth, you know, just like tongue sticking out a bit like mm.
2: I think my mum's Facebook picture is still here on, on yeah. pencil, yeah. <laughs> um Pestle
0: the The queue, again, I'm going to say pig pen, but it's an outside wrought iron pig pen for most of it. Yeah, we don't have to queue it's in like, that. It's awful.
2: If you queue in yeah. over half an hour, it is. If you queue over half an hour, it is. If it's half an hour, then you're pretty much straight in.
0: We're, we're no, always 10 minutes in that queue, aren't we? The thing the is with it? Fast Pass is that you actually, you join the queue 10 minutes before the end of the queue. So even a Fast yeah. Pass is going to be a 10 minute Wait, yeah. um. So if if it's a half hour queue, you can have twenty minutes outside in this pig pen. Once you get inside, you've got some really en- uh, a really entertaining animatronic Buzz Lightyear. If he doesn't have his shower curtain up, um,
2: I'm taking a shower.
0: But then, fairly go, entertaining. You am I'm, I'm, some...
2: I'm probably less impressed with that. I think, um, because. I have an issue with... I don't have an issue with the fact that there's projection on his face to make his face appear. I have an issue with the fact that it's so faint and doesn't stand out compared to the rest of the entire character. And yeah. I, it feels a bit cheap to me. True. Um, yeah. If I'm being yeah. brutally honest.
0: And if you compare it to Madame Leota, which is the same technology, essentially, yeah, it's, it's not quite as good. Um, but then you go into these corridors that have got just like plywood shapes of planets and signs and stuff on the wall and it really reminds me of a children's museum have you been to eureka
2: yeah yeah, it does doesn't it It, yeah it's that
0: kind of level of curation and it's just not it's just not right good really it's like it's like a
2: cheap star tours isn't it it's like it's like they've they've kind of done a a cheap animated version, the like cheap cartoon version of Star Wars or something. Do you know? What I always
1: notice in that queue is um, um, even though you know you're in the Buzz Lightyear world, it's still like they've shrunk you down. So the the things on the wall are stuck on with these giant uh, screws. Yeah. 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 But what annoys me is you can see the actual screws <laughs> on the giant <laughs> screws. Oh, no. So there's like I think there's two on each one, and that always yeah. bugs me that there's no way of capping those, c- covering them up in some way. It spoils the illusion. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: also, yeah. it's one of those things where you can see the the grubby handprints of a thousand children running their hands along the wall. But you're not
2: in it for long. So. No, you're,
0: you're, not, you're, you're not, not. But it, we it have talked really about quick. all of the other
2: It moves really quick and I guess the other thing I would say is again the, like the music and the anticipation of getting to the actual ride for me means that you don't notice too much of what's going on in in that queue anyway because you're constantly moving there's not there's nothing really mm. to look around at and and see because it's it's pretty unremarkable all of it mm. but the anticipation's great especially when you get to the bit where the windows where, where there's the windows and you can see people getting on the ride and going off yeah you feel mm. like yes i'm nearly there now and you get excited about it and the music the music's that kind of um like uh build, builds up your your enthusiasm as well i think so
0: being, being an om, omni-mover, it's another one that has to slow down and stop for special assistance. So you are very likely, uh, I keep saying break down like I did with the other one, but you're very likely to have the ride stop.
1: But that's a good one to stop the, it because there's, it is. there's normally something to do.
0: The most frustrating thing, though, is to stop at a point where you can't quite fire at anything. Then you're like, no, I want to get going. Yeah,
2: mm. It's really good fun, though. I, just, I yeah. love it. Mm. It's really good fun, yeah, I agree. um. Should, yeah, I didn't have anything else to say. I just, just, um, yeah, it's really good fun.
0: Should we score it then? Yeah.
2: You first, Lucy, go on.
0: Yeah, I, I, I am struggling with this um, because I was going to score it lower because I was thinking about it in terms of art and music and, you know, all this kind of thing. But now I've talked about it, the actual experience of riding it is fantastic so I think a fair score would be to give it an 8 I could possibly give it a 10 for fun but I couldn't give it a 10 for overall experience so it's going to be an 8
2: I'm completely in agreement with you there kids love it the kids Mm. absolutely love it um, it, and and it, it's a really enjoyable thing to go on I like the competitive element and whenever you get off you want to go back on because you want to better your score from, that, from the time before or you want another opportunity to try and beat you because you've never done it you know
0: yeah it's a of
2: fun so yeah 8 I kind of know
0: I never will but I'll never stop trying that's marriage <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also give it an 8 it's okay. great fun um, you can't always guarantee that your guns are going to work you know little things like that but uh it's it's just it's it's great. eight, eight. eight, eight.
0: Very Yay. good. Right. Yeah, I'm just trying to get to my facts about Ratatouille.
1: So head over to Walt Disney Studios. Go into the relatively new Paris section, which is a lovely sort of area, little courtyardy, little miniature Paris mm-hmm. area. And there's Ratatouille.
0: Along with the um, restaurant Shiremi. Um, uh, What I'm basically looking for, I had all this up earlier, is what year it was all built. It's quite recently. It's like 2016. Right, here we go. Ratatouille The Adventure. Based on Ratatouille, the film, it's a 3D dart ride based on the 2007 film and it's 2013. Oh no, it was announced in 2013. I didn't think it was that old. And it was opened in 2014. Um, It brought with it the entire Paris area, which is now also used for the food festivals when they are there. And it's a 3D ride where you are shrunk down to the size of a rat. What are your thoughts, Chris?
2: Well, the whole ride starts with that that Parisian area, doesn't it? You know the whole the whole experience of it. You walk down that little hill, and you're transported to Paris, where you are anyway. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but you are you are completely transported to this to this different place, and it's and like a it's
1: concentrated in, Paris.
2: Yeah, yeah. But it's submersive. It's completely submersive from that very second, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been on it once. Um, my main view of it was I thoroughly enjoyed it. However, it definitely gave me motion sickness, which mm. none of the other rides have. Mm. Uh, but it's it's really good. It's it's clever three D. It's a nice mix of that and the props and and things. Although the kind of real life stuff at times feels too cartoony to fit with the the three D Pixar. Um, animation going on, on the screen but but you it's, feel hot when it's hot you get wet all that sort of stuff happens it's it's really good experience
0: it's um it's a very very clever ride um the way that they are like you've just said um a, a fire flashes and you get this heat from above and it happens very quickly, so that you only get enough time to just look at things before you whisked away again. The speed of it, it mm. does make me feel sick. Not as much as Star Tours. Strangely enough, we've had this discussion before. Yeah, we have. Yeah. But I, I never want to ride it over and over again because it does something does something to my inner ears that I don't like. Um, but it's very, very innovative. Of all the rides that we spoke about today, this is without a doubt the most technologically. <clears throat> advanced and it's trackless it uses trackless technology so it's basically well magnets under the floor it's more complex than that which means that you um you'll often get a different ride experience because your your vehicle will go in a different direction yeah, or spin yeah. a different way or um you'll go in a different order and that it does change how you experience it i
1: don't like it oh we say it's Intentious. the most technologically advanced but I think some of those things don't work for me like you know you say you feel the heat or you can smell the oranges um, none of that feels immersive for me it feels like I'm passing through a room and something is is doing that to me something's blowing heat on me I don't think oh that fire felt warm I think oh there's like it, it, there's a disconnect where I can I just feel like there's a fan blowing on me rather than thinking, oh, that fire was warm. And the, I find the, some of the 3D effects very blurry. That bit where the the cork pops and you, you go backwards. I don't feel like that. I feel like you're just going up a ramp and there's a bump. All, all the way through it, I feel like I'm having these things done to me by these external sources and it's not part of the thing that I'm viewing. And I find it massively unsuccessful. And also... Bonnie finds it very scary and I'm always on edge with her because it is scary, especially when that guy chases you and he's reaching for you. So I don't like it.
0: I don't find it unsuccessful. I find it sometimes worryingly convincing, like you say, when that guy reaches for you. The bit that always freaks me out is, you know, when you pitch forward slightly and the window opens then you slide down into the kitchen. That always makes me feel like I'm falling, like really, really... Not me. Well, you um. see,
2: for me, it doesn't. And the, prob- the problem with that for me is, is where my travel sickness came from. You're not moving. You're just watching a film of, of something moving. And yet the rest of the time you are moving. And, and the fact that sometimes you're moving and the screen isn't moving and sometimes you're you're not moving and the screen is moving it gets really confusing for my head and I and you, you don't get that in Star Tours for instance every single move that you feel every single every time you go down into a planet you feel like you're moving down into it with those kind of drops you're just watching it happen and and that that's a fundamental flaw in this ride for me is that that just it doesn't work really for me. interesting speaking of flaws my favourite
1: bit in this ride, and now this is, I don't know if this is uh, psychological or if it's something that's actually happening, but the bit where you go onto the carpet when you go into the actual restaurant, out of the kitchen into the restaurant, it suddenly feels like I'm on carpet. Mm. I don't... I think there might be a slight rumble in the car as you're yeah, going along, yeah. which feels carpety, or I don't know if I'm imagining that. Now, that is successful, but then, like I say... I could be imagining it. It's like, you know, when you go into a, an escalator that's stopped and it totally feels like it's still moving. And then when yeah. you step off it, you feel like you um, you slow down suddenly, even though, like yeah, I say, yeah, yeah. it's stopped. It might be I, that
2: kind of psychological effect. I'd be really interested, actually, and we, we talked about it earlier, but I'd be really interested to go on Mystic Manor because it's the same... Um, mm. Concept isn't it the, the trackless things and it's all you know 3D screens and stuff and uh, to see whether the, that is a more successful way of doing it or not I don't know. Well,
0: so is um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is just oh the new one, yeah. In yeah, um yeah. incidentally, listeners, Hugh and I should <laughs> oh. be in Walt Disney World right now, but COVID nineteen had had other things, but we're not. We're not bitter. It's just one of those things. Um, and we've rebooked, so we're hopeful for next time. C- but our second day there was, which would be tomorrow. Today would have been our first day there. The plan was Galaxy's Edge and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And we did have a fast pass for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And I'm like, hmm. So, you know. Can I just it-
2: say that I'm I'm really glad that you, I mean, I'm sorry that you're not there, but I'm glad that you haven't gone because if you had gone, you wouldn't have been around for our uh, first anniversary of, of the Classics true. episode. You would have been so. sat, sat on your own with a party hat and a little party yeah. blower.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do
1: you know this thing about uh, trackless technology? It's one of those things where it sounds impressive, but I don't really see what the big deal is. I don't No. I don't always feel like I'm on a track when I'm on a track ride. So it's like going, ooh, I'm on a trackless ride. And, well,
2: it's and? It looks know? quite I'm impressive, like, I'm though. I'm not when...
1: looking at the track
2: <laughs> when you're waiting to go on and they and they and they come and, and park up for you to get on, it looks quite impressive. It's kind, yeah. of, well, it's kind of like getting on a bumper car, isn't it? But mm. that's, that's kind of what it feels like. It's a big open courtyard almost, and all these mice suddenly come towards you, and they all come in from slightly different angles because they're using different tri- uh, that like the different routes. I think that is quite an impressive thing to look at. But once you're on it, pff, what difference does it make? Yeah.
0: I do like in the queue when you're on the rooftops and you see Gustave. Um, yeah. Sign come to life and talk to you. Uh, yes, just that talking is nice. of the bit where you're loading, and then of course you get to see the restaurant through the window at the end, mm. which mm-hmm. is all good details.
1: The the corridor you leave down and sometimes entering as well. There's always a bit of wallpaper peeling off, which annoys me. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they would wallpaper such a high traffic area because that's going to get
2: picked at, and it does.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, I asked. Um, Laura and Lucas what their favourite three dark rides were and for both of them this featured as one of their favourite three
1: yeah I can imagine it appealing to
0: I know I listen to a lot of American um, Disney podcasts and uh, vlogs and things like that and I, I always home in on the episodes where they've been to Disneyland Paris and I know, probably mainly because it's a ride that they don't have that side of the Atlantic yet. Um, it always features really highly with how impressed they were and how fabulous it was. But I mean, they've crossed the Atlantic to go to Paris, and it does make you feel like you're in Paris as opposed to Disneyland. Yeah. And like I say, they don't have it, but it is opening in Epcot. I yeah, believe yes. it should have probably... Well, there wasn't an opening date announced, but it should probably have opened during this period. Hmm. But now, presumably, it'll be pushed back a bit.
1: Yeah. Let's score this, because uh, we're getting on for two hours here, guys.
0: Oh, <gasps> you're yeah. kidding. Right, OK. I think it is successful and innovative. Uh, I love the exterior of it. Um, but it does make me feel a little sick, and it's not something I would rush to ride. So I'm going to give it a Seven. No,
2: a six. No, a seven. I thoroughly enjoyed it when I went on it, but I did feel really quite sick afterwards. And my mum felt sick for about two hours afterwards as a result of that ride. Um, I thought it was quite a spectacle, but I'm not convinced that the movement stuff fuses nicely with the images. um, So it feels a bit confused to me. I'm going to give it uh, a seven as well.
1: Um, I'm in two minds as to whether I find it just sort of meh or it's starting to get into an area of things that I don't think is working and kind of annoys me. And I'm going to do that, uh, which means I'm going into uh, under five, which is a four. Oh.
0: <gasps> that That's fine. That doesn't surprise me. I knew you didn't like it. I'm not, not overly married to it myself. So I think probably end up with a decent scar then. So Hugh, you've been doing the, the maths.
2: I've got a chart if you want it.
0: Oh, do you? Well,
2: me too. Hey, <laughs> uh,
1: well, we've got two that are, we've got two
2: sets of ties, haven't we? Yes. All who's around go- the bottom area.
0: Who's <laughs> gonna do the honors then? Fight it out between you. You do. Shall well, we take
2: it in turns. Yeah, we'll take it in turns. So and then, and then we can last, see if we're both right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah, that'd be interesting too, won't it? Joint last <laughs> with. Um, 17 apiece, is that right? Is Peter Pan yep. and Pinocchio? Yep.
0: Oh,
2: yep. And then in, in uh, joint sixth place, I guess, is that what we'd call it? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, is uh, Ratatouille and Snow White with 18 points. Buzz
1: Lightyear middling here at uh, 24. Bit of a leap though from uh, Snow White 18 to 24.
2: At three, three, we've got Phantom Manor with 27 points.
1: Small World coming in at number two with 28.
2: And here's your number one. Hugh, I'm going to let you say this. Go on. Hiya.
1: Hi, me We're 29 points. It be pirates of the Caribbean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say, we, we don't conflab about this until the moment... We do announce our scars on here, so we hear each of the scars exactly at the same time as you guys do. That is exactly the order I would have put them in, and that is exactly the leap of scars as well. Kind of really close at the top, one, two, three, with just one mark between. Bit of a jump down to um uh, Buzz, and then a massive bu- a jump down to the other four. I am surprised that for Peter Pan's flight is below... The two above it, not bothered, just surprised.
2: Well, the the one that surprises me, and that maybe I think there's some room for adjustment, is probably Ratatouille, and that is just purely because I know a lot of people really like it. And when when you go to to Disneyland Paris, it is always massive queue. It is a very mm-hmm. very popular ride, but I mean personally, I think it's exactly where it should be. So. <laughs> so and if I'd have given it any more, it would still be
1: in the same position. Yeah. And we we think
2: of those three rides as being very comparable, Peter Pan, Pinocchio, Snow White being very comparable, and I would probably put Ratatouille in the same group, same type of rides for me. I'd
1: put it right at the bottom. I know you would. But guys, listening, what do you think? Do let us know what your favourite dark ride is.
0: Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think that uh, Pinocchio should have been top of that list? Are we idiots? Let us know.
2: Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a page called Rank the Rides, and I will put these rides on there for now. Um, And then if we rank other rides as we go along, we can add those too.
0: Yeah. We're going to be playing it by ear for the next uh, few weeks, mainly to do with big announcements coming out from uh, about COVID-19. The moment they announced Disneyland Paris is opening and they give us any details, I think we'll be straight on that with quite a big issue. If you've enjoyed our Dark Ride episode and you would like to hear us rank the thrill rides or the walkthrough attractions or restaurants, do let us know and we are sure to try and please you in any way we are able. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Um, anything else you want to add before I sign off, guys? Uh
1: Probably not, no. Well i just like to say there are uh, it's certainly getting dark here, so maybe it's time to go home. <laughs>
0: and sleep well. Indeed. Um if you've got those books Chris would like, he would really like them.
2: I really would like them.
0: And I've been Lucy, you've been great and good night.
2: See you later, everybody.
0: Good night, children!
2: Just picture 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 picture
0: picture 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 picture